Yo. It's been hot. It's been some sweating. We've had some calls and some text line issues. It's hot on the block. There's a lot of people hot right now with what's going on down in uh, PB, uh, Pinnacle Bank Arena, PBA. But we hot right here on the block. We're going to talk about this Pro Bowl weekend that looked like it was um, not hot. <laughs> yeah, the opposite of that. It was a little, it was a little off. But I see what they're trying to do. They're trying to make changes. They're trying to make adjustments. They're trying to figure it out. They're trying to do all types of things to try to get some interest once again. And I can understand, Bach, that there's a lot of apprehension from players. You know, with contract situations, they've got to figure out a way to spice it up. Either with, with money, they've got to figure out a way to get the players engaged they've got to figure out a way to want them to want to be there because i think what happens is once you go fishing as kenny smith would say uh you checked out a lot of people checked out and they start heading for the high heels of whatever the vacay location is some people headed for the hills while they were there at the pro bowl but we'll get into that in a second um but the rule changes that they that they proposed for this last uh, Pro Bowl, um, I thought it was interesting. You know, it, it was it, it kind of is like a pick and uh, they call it spot and choose. That's what their their name for it was. I thought it was a little uh, gimmicky, so to speak. But um, I can see where they were trying to go with it, Bach. But you know, I don't know. What what, what do you think is something that they can do? to maybe spice it up and, you know, put a little spice girls on it or something, you know, do they got to get XFL gimmicky? I mean, what do they, what do they need to do box to, to kind of get it cracking again? Cause well, I don't have no interest. In yeah. I, I think, you, and, and you're, there's no, there's really no reason to get a bunch of guys together to play two hand touch football. I mean, that that's, that's what's going to be frustrating about it. you know, they've tried location changes, obviously Vegas, uh, kind of a cool destination, Florida. uh, Florida before that. I always liked it better, you know, best in Hawaii. At least that's Hawaii. yeah. I mean that's a uh, that's kind of where I'd known the. I mean the Pro Bowl started for the longest time, um, and you know there was at least something to get into Hawaii that seems like a more of a destination um, than <laughs> Vegas, which is kind of a good weekend. Don't get me wrong, but uh, maybe a little bit more attainable. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. I, I but I, I think that overall, one of the ideas that's kind of been floated out there is uh, is maybe have the the worst two teams in the league play instead of the Pro Bowl, and then the winner of that game gets the number one pick instead of just automatically going to the, the you know the worst team in the league, have them play for it. I think that would be interesting. You get some real hard-hitting football. There'd be stuff on the line. Um, I don't know if you would absolutely love to watch the two worst teams in the NFL, um, but I think that'd be a lot more fascinating. I think it's kind of the same thing we've talked about NBA All-Star game. It's just to a point where the money's too big these days and, and what these guys kind of mean to their franchises is just too big um, to be risking it all out there for an exhibition game um, that really doesn't account to anything. It's, it's 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 fun to see everybody, you know, all the best players in the spot at the at the time. But now these days too, the other thing is guys opting out of it, you know, knowing full well what it's going to be, um, and and that's you know in both sports as well. Major League Baseball, of course, for a long time tried the home series advantage in the in the World Series, um, which certainly put something on the line. 
also very awkward because you still had managers trying to play everybody that made it from the game. And, um, you know, could you give it your, you know, it, it's just, it, it, it's all together. I think it's, it's just pretty difficult in the modern age. And, you know, at, at a certain time, um, it, w it was awesome. It was fun. And it was cool to see all the best players at, at the same spot. Um, but I just think it's going to be hard to get any exhibition game, regardless of who you have in that competition, if they're current, you know, pro athletes, um, to get too exciting. And that's why I think you go to the skills challenges. That's what the NBA has done a little bit better is, okay, well, the dunk contest for a while, you know, was the thing. And now the three-point competition is very much the thing. Um, I even like kind of the younger players, right? The younger players, you don't fear about injuries so much, you know, and, and you want to see them coming up. They're trying to – it's their opportunity um, to show themselves more, um, you know, in, in front of a national audience. A lot of them don't get that chance if they're buried on the wrong – in you know, in the wrong market. Uh, so I think all those things is something that they could experiment with and try to highlight a little bit more than the actual game. And, and that's, again, a problem the NBA is having as well. I actually kind of like that, right? I think if you can incentivize it a little bit, I think if you can, you know, put a little bonus on it, um, I think you can, you can add a bonus scale so that way, you know, because somebody may say, well, my contract is up, so do I want to do this? So, I think if there's a way to do some incentive bonuses for those players that the the owners because the owners want it, right? They want it. So can they can they put something up to get those players to want to do something of that nature to put it on the line for the team and for the organization, right? So um it could be a nice way to evaluate some of your younger talent if some of the older guy the the veterans may not not want to and and because you know if, if you incentivize them i think if it's an incentive laced i, I kind of like that idea of maybe putting the two worst team fight for oh it. yeah you know, do you do you want it the owners want it so i'm sure they would you know here let's let's go get it you know they want that <laughs> they want that number one. Oh yeah that'd so, be a very big game you know what i mean so i actually think that's not too bad of an idea i just i really can't think of anything else that would would bring it of interest. And I think, um, you know, there's a lot of people that still want to see, that's why it's going to be interesting to see what this um, U S football league um, is going to be right after the season ends. I mean, I know that a lot of people uh, enjoy football and, and, and they, they had the league. Um, what was the name of the league that was, it was starting to kind of get a little traction. It was kind of like a minor league. Yeah. A football system. I remember that they were playing at Texas Arlington Stadium and people were kind of going out and they were enjoying the little vibe and the tickets weren't crazy. So, you know, it gave people a nice opportunity to bring their families and their kids and, and to really enjoy it. Um, the, but obviously COVID killed it. So, you know, when, it, when, when the money dies, you, you know, you end up stuck. So it's going to be interesting to see how that works out. But nonetheless, let's transition. Um, again, it was hot on the block. All right. And uh, obviously, whatever made Alvin Kamara get hot, um, <laughs> he, he hotly knocked somebody out, I guess, and, and it put somebody um, in the hospital. And, and uh, we allegedly, we don't know all the details and, and what it is, but this is some of the reporting that's going on out there is that um, he kind of find himself, and that's, that's kind of what happens in Vegas, stays in Vegas, but it's not staying in Vegas right now. There's a lot of... <laughs> turmoil that has been happening in Vegas uh, of this past year. So at this point, you know, Alvin Kamara finds himself, what does that Bach do to somebody like Alvin Kamara coming up for the next year, the upcoming year? Is it egregious enough to, to 
put a guy so talented and so effective for the New Orleans Saints team um, in, in a situation of a release possibly, or is it egregious enough to where he could lose out on um, coming back to the Saints? Or what's your thoughts about what happened and, and, and what it could lead to going forward in the offseason. Well, it's kind of weird because, uh, you know, you have to play the result, right? Like a fights, you know, fights are going to happen, you know, and, and, you know, maybe it could just kind of be a smaller, um, you know, storyline for now and then. But uh, you kind of wonder what happens. I mean, he, he's got a substantial bodily harm is what it was called. Arrested and charged with battery resulting in substantial bodily harm. Uh, the man who was knocked unconscious suffered an orbital fracture on his right eye, among other injuries. They have tape of it where, you know, these guys were kind of kicking him when he was down. It was uh, it was uh, not just Kamara. It was uh, him and a few of his friends. And it, it is something. I mean, something about those elevators in Vegas. That's where the fights seem to start at times. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, again, I think it's kind of playing the result. How, how does this guy that they beat up, how does he um, – how does he heal? I mean, how how bad does it get? How do, how bad is hospital bills? Hopefully, it, it's it's not too big of a deal for the Saints. As we kind of mentioned earlier, they had some business of their own to do today. They hired a head coach and Brian Allen, their defensive coordinator, who's or Dennis Allen, excuse me, who's been um, doing very well there uh, as on their defensive side of the ball. But man, it, it, that's a tough. <laughs> it's like that's a tough uh, opening day for him, right? All right, now your best player uh, is in 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 you know in trouble down in Vegas, and and that's again I, we've talked about the Vegas Raiders, and you know as a professional or regardless when you're in Vegas, you got to be able to handle yourself, but it just seems like there's trouble there. I don't know if I would hold the Pro Bowl there. I don't know if I would um, be too excited about you know being a, you know, a GM or whatever of the team there because it's just it's got off to a, a rough start. Um, and you know, again, it, it sometimes just happens to do with the, those guys. And I don't know what the situation was, but somebody trying to make their name off in Vegas, they're having fun. They see a celebrity, they try to get their name made off of you, you know? So, um, it's, uh, it's something that hopefully won't affect Kamara, you know, going into the future. But unfortunately, again, it, <laughs> while it was all up to his hands and his hands that got him in the trouble to begin with, it's somewhat out of his hands. How big of a deal it's going to be it just kind of depends on, um, the result and how this guy heals. Yeah, that's that's interesting. And, and on a quick note, what do you think is the outcome or the potential outcome for Deshaun Watson to uh, make his way back in um, as we're talking about some issues out there with some investigations and stuff of that nature? Do you think he gets another shot? And do you think and what potentially do you think uh, that would be an available team for uh, the talent of a Deshaun Watson or is he pretty much done do you think he you know that situation pretty much killed his career well I certainly as a Cardinals fan hope it's not the Arizona Cardinals Kyler Murray today for some reason seems to be unfollowing and taking all of his Arizona Cardinals stuff off his social media stuff so that's something to kind of watch as uh, as one of the better young uh, quarterbacks in the game um, but Deshaun Watson it's, it's weird right because it went the whole year um, and you kind of thought that if it, you know it'd be a better look if he had the opportunity, maybe at some point to get back on the field. He's one of the most talented quarterbacks in the NFL, and so you know in in the NFL, I mean, it's a league that's been able to look over problems in the past, uh, right? From from different guys uh, and 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 move on from. So with all that stuff still kind of hanging over him, the fact that nobody um, was able to convince the Texans of a trade, or you know, you know, the Texans didn't want to you know put him out of there on the field. I, I fear that it's it's you know it's going to be a long ongoing battle, um, and you know moving on, 
and into the courts and, and kind of see how all this plays out. I mean, he's just, again, one of the most talented NFL quarterbacks. Um, to go a complete year without him, it, it tells you kind of where he's at right now. So, I mean, I, I do expect to see him back on the field, uh, I guess, at some point without knowing too much uh, about, you know, the inner workings of that, that situation. Um, but I, I also know that it was, you know, it's bad. It's a bad look. It's 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 bad altogether. If it has forced you as you know to miss one of your prime years, um, you know you, you're boiling in some hot water there. Yeah. One last question before we go to break. I, I just thought about this because it just seems like it's a quarterback graveyard when we really look at it. When quarterbacks that have some form of college success, talent. And looks like they have tremendous upside. They find their way to Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence, after his second year there, is now like, what is going on? What is Shad Khan? Did, did he miss it? Or is it just that Jacksonville is the NFL graveyard for quarterbacks? Well, it certainly would. Uh, you know, you look at their history, it's a pretty tough to get out of that. Um, but I wouldn't give up hope on him yet. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, we kind of saw Joe Burrow behind a very rough offensive line uh, in Cincinnati. Year one didn't put up the best stats. Better than Trevor Lawrence, but still, I mean, and, and be able to turn it around that quickly. Uh, you know, for a lot of the guys, it does, you know, are able to flash right away. And some of them, like Robert Griffin the thirty, flashes right away and then can't sustain it. Some of them, it takes a while to, to get there. And then once they hit, they're in for the league for a long way. So I, I, you know, Trevor Lawrence, I, I think is still going to have um, plenty of opportunities there, um, and there's going to be a lot of patience with him moving forward. But you know, the other part of it too, with the whole Urban Meyer scandal, all that, um, it just wasn't it, probably the, the the fairest way to grade him coming out of year one. Um, but you know, I, I think he'll get, you know, yeah, plenty more opportunity. Do I ultimately think that he's going to work out in Jacksonville? I can't think of a, a quarterback, you know, Mark Brunel, maybe the last quarterback that really worked out in Jacksonville. <laughs> right. And he was an aged one. So he yeah. was like, he was matured with his, <laughs> with his uh, sustainability there. But that, that's interesting. Uh, we'll take a break right now. We'll come back. We're hitting a hardwood with Strick. We'll talk a little bit about James Harden and what the, the potential outcome could be with him in the upcoming year. 